Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. Before we kick off the show, I just wanted to take a moment to remind you that the ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is taking place in Barbados this summer. This, by default, gives all of my fellow cricket fanatics the perfect excuse to go and book a holiday to Barbados in June and experience firsthand the euphoric atmosphere at the Kensington Oval, the cricket mecca of the Caribbean. If the cricket alone isn't enough to tempt you, then let me be the one to remind you that a trip to Barbados can also include leisurely strolls along the breathtaking coastline, mouth-watering flavours of the world-class Bayesian cuisine, and, of course, plenty of rum. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, the best place to be a cricket fan. You're listening to Following On. Well, the ebb and flow of Test Match cricket uh, never better shown than today with England having a real opportunity to break through against uh, India and get a first innings advantage. Well, I'm afraid it didn't happen thanks to some superb batting. 100 from Rishabh Pant to uh, remember. I'm Mark Nicholas and in the next 20 minutes or so, Steve Harmison, Gareth Batty, Darren Goff and me will look back on the action. We'll discuss what went wrong, of course, and what went right for India. What about Dom Bess? And is there any chance of England finding their way back into the game tomorrow, the third day? Yep, plenty to discuss because you're listening to Following On. A mate of mine just sent me a text uh, saying, as good as anything Adam Gilchrist has ever played? And I absolutely think it was. In fact, I think given the position in which India found themselves, I would say it was a near-perfect innings. Suck it up to begin with, um, milk it a while, and then take it apart. Is that fair, Goffey? Absolutely fair, Mark. Um, brilliant um, knock. And uh, Listen, I was on the end of some of Adam Gilchrist's innings, one at Edgbaston, where he absolutely took everyone to, to the cleaners, six the, after six the, after six. But the big difference there being uh, uh, Australia weren't in such trouble as they were here. Uh, exactly. Yeah, they, they, and, and he the, was merely rubbing salt into no, the wounds, wasn't he? Uh, absolutely. And he did, most Gilchrist, of, I mean, yeah. he did most of the time, didn't he? Because they had an unbelievable batting lineup. But in these conditions, with a ball offering for the seamers, which we've seen, and there's a turn and bounce for the spinners to come in and play like that was absolutely fantastic to watch. And as I said, I was glued. I went out there to have a little rest and talk break from cricket. But watching him back was superb. OK, um, I'd love to hear from Rishabh Pant. He's being interviewed on TV. We can't do that right now unless we can record it and turn it around or something like that. But what we can do is talk to England's spin bowling coach, Jitan Patel. Jitan, hello. Hello, how are you, Mike? Excellent, thank you. Very good. Very disappointed for you guys. You you really put in a proper shift today. I mean, you, you gave it all you had to claw your way back into the match. But in the end, a brilliant innings took it away from you. 
Yeah, I mean, that's a fantastic knock again from Richard Punt, 101. You know, I think at that tea break, we were in a great position um, to really sort of grasp that game. And and he took us on. He went the other way and played the aggressor. And, and look, he played some fantastic shots and, and deserved, thoroughly deserved the 100 he got. Yeah, when uh, um, Ashwin chipped it to mid-wicket, it was 146 for six. And, and that, that was really the time to open the door. Um Look, I have to ask a very difficult question of you, but it has to be done. The attack looks to Ebola short to all of us. And in addition to looking Ebola short, Dom Bess is having a rough time. Yeah, he's had the greatest of, greatest of games, I suppose. Um, you know, I think he really wanted to come back into this group and, and show and prove his worth. And it probably hasn't gone his way. I mean, you can't take away from what... Jimmy and Stokes, he did this morning in terms of the way they bowled with that new ball was superb. And then Leachy backed him up. Um, and it, it just didn't work full Bessie's way. I mean, that decision right on tee again, Rishabh Pant, it could have gone either way. I think everyone can understand that. But that's also cricket. And we've got to move on from that and, and look at other ways to take wickets. And, and as I said before, I mean, if a guy comes out and plays like that, sometimes you just got to sit back and, and applaud him for it. But uh, but I am asking a wider question. <laughs> it's a yeah, very it's a great, it's a great political asking, answer there. Asking. Um, I'm asking <laughs> a wider question, which is that if you go into a match with only uh, three frontline bowlers or, or two frontline bowlers, Ben Stokes with a stomach problem and a knee problem ongoingly, and Dom Bess in uncertain form after a very difficult month during which time he was left out of the side, there is an element of risk. And, and I wondered if that put Dom under even more pressure and expectation, perhaps. Oh, I mean, I, there is an element of risk, you're right. And, and that was also discussed prior to the game. But, I mean, ultimately, Bessie's picked in the side to, to bowl as well as he has done before. And, and I think the trust was there for him to go and do that. It didn't work out that way for him. And, look, I'm not trying to beat around the bush with it. It just didn't work out. Um, the reality is, you're right, with Jimmy Anderson... As your number one seamer, um, Stokes, who hasn't bowled as much as he probably would have liked throughout the series, to have to take on that, that second seamer role and bowl 22 overs already, it's, you know, it's difficult. I think, um, I think within that, there, there were opportunities for us and they did create good opportunities initially. It just, throughout as the day went on, it, it did wear us down and, and that sun got hot and as India does, it, it, you know, that last session is difficult and, and it's certainly tough for us. So the question now is, is A, how's the dressing room? That's question one. <laughs> Very tired. <laughs> tired, yeah. Okay, tired's a good answer. <laughs> yeah. um, and yeah. question two, can it, you know, can it lift itself to, to find the, 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 the truly deep-set um, commitment and, and positive attitude to tomorrow morning to knock three over and bat like geniuses in the second innings and, and maybe make something of the game? Mate, it's going to have to, Mark, and that's just the thing. I mean, this this team has come back from come from tough positions before and had had success, and it's another opportunity for them to do that. And yes, we keep talking about an opportunity and how great the the chances to to go and um, I suppose show showcase their skills. But tomorrow is a huge day, just like every other day of cricket is in India. Tomorrow is the biggest. Tomorrow morning is the biggest session of the game for us. Okay, one last question, and I know I know you've got yeah, other, I know you've got other interviews to do, but you, you can give okay, me a, a quick a quick answer. The pitch, uh, our view is it's a very good pitch for Test match cricket, and fair to both sides. Is that your summary? 
Fantastic wicket, mate. I think both teams would, uh, didn't really realise it was going to play as well as it has so far. You know, it's had pace bounce, uh, it's nipped around a little bit, and now it's started to spin. You know, that's what, exactly what you want. And I suppose you'd expect on, on day three in India. Lovely. Thank you for your time. Appreciate it. Cheers, Mark. Thank okay, you. Okay, Gene. Take care. Um, okay, well, there you have it. Um, it hasn't worked out. That's the quote you take out of that. It hasn't worked out. Uh, it, does that mean that selection is culpable or we just move on? Is it? Are we banging a boring drum if we continue to talk about that? Uh, Goffey. Um, yeah, um, when it comes down to selection, I think if they're going to be honest, we are a baller short. He didn't want to say it to Eaton, did he? He just got the job full time. Mark, I mean, but I mean, realistically, we are a baller short. Um, and Don Bess is going into it um, with a lack of confidence. I think that's obvious. It's not saying anything that nobody else has not said. And I think Ben Stokes, you could see that last spell, couldn't you? He just ran out of fuel. He was on empty. He was sore. He was, you could see with his body language, and that's not Ben Stokes. Ben Stokes is up and at you from ball one right to the end of play. But that's a lot of overs to ball in those conditions. Um, and he tired. And we were a seamer short. Yep. Uh, seamer well, short, without a doubt. His figures, and he bowled really well in the first half of the day, 22 overs, six maidens, two for 73. Uh, Anderson, 20 overs, 11 maidens, three for 40. And then Leach, 23 overs, 2 for 66. Best, 15 overs, none for 56. And Root, 14 overs, none for 46. Um, so, you know, they kind of tell, tell a story. Um, I, I'll turn our attention now to, to the innings from a bowling point of view. Uh, Steve and Gareth, a fast bowler and a spinner. Uh, a guy like Richard Pant's difficult to bowl to because he's got every shot in the book. And so you, you almost want him to play them because that gives you a chance. Once he uses his talent to play within himself, set himself properly, get to understand the pitch, the light, um, etc., the opponent. Um, in other words, if he beds in, he's a formidable opponent, isn't he? Yeah, and that's why the innings were so good. He, he sort of dissected uh, England's attack. He took the sting out of it when, when Anderson and Stokes and Leach were bowling brilliantly as a, as a three uh, not really needing anybody else to perform and then added in a little bit of best, not a lot, and a little bit of root. They were still full tank right up until probably about four hours into the day and then he just realised he was like the lion sat in the long grass and he was like, wow, here we go. These boys are tiring. The, the juice is going out of them, like Goffey said, and I'm going to start taking them down. And there ain't many players around the world that have the ability to flick the switches, to have the skill sets, to be able to play whatever is required in front of them, to have the, the power to whack it out of the ground, to then have the patience and skill to defend the good stuff. And he just showed what potential he has in the world of cricket. He, the world is at his feet if he keeps using his skill and his mind like he did today. I mean, it's, it's frightening how good he could be. Uh, 100%. And I think what you'd, you'd look at it, when you look at Rishi Pant behind the stumps, you think... Well, he's a little bit of a clown jester. He's somebody who he gets them going, and he, he looks as though he's the brunt of the majority of their jokes. And he's he he's put his life and soul of the party. When you when you like you mentioned, you dissect that innings there. He's probably stood for ten overs and milked the spinners, waiting and knowing, you know what, 
when that new ball comes, they have got two bowlers with one spell each, and from the very very start. So he's probably getting himself ready for t- for probably eight to ten overs, waiting for that for that ball to take to know that this is when I'm going to cash in. This is when I'm going to take a game away from England. I'm going to wait, wait, wait till that new ball comes, and I'm going to take the game away. And for me, that was the beauty about that innings. It was patient, it was calculated, and his execution when the new ball came was frightening and I think that's what's changed the course of this, this, test, this test match oh, he did he really slaughtered the new ball didn't he ran at James Anderson and brilliant performance uh, Goffey uh, what it has what, what has interested me here too is that Rohit Sharma who's a, you know, always been criticised for playing too many shots and it's why when he was first chosen by the selectors he batted at six he didn't open I know they had other guys who could open but this guy's a very special talent. Now, today, he's 49 from 144 balls. Only hit seven boundaries. Strike rate of 34 per 100 balls. There's no doubt that this this India team has thought very carefully about how, uh, approach this, how to approach this match. Well, to be fair, Matt, I think he had to. I mean, they came out, didn't they, after that last test match, defending the pitch. And it's about discipline when you bat and about shot selection. And I think today, um, Rohit Sharma, the way he went about things, showed he's more about running down the wicket and playing a big shot over mid-on for six or sweeping um, and, and, and hitting through the offside. He's a fantastic all-round player. And I've, I've always been a fan of him since he first came on the scene, whether he batted middle-order or whether he opened the batting. And in all forms of the game, and I've said this many times, and I know you did an article about this, which cost uproar a few months ago. Well, a huge debate, not uproar. Uh, even got me on the case. Um, he is one player who you would have as an all-format cricketer. He's absolutely superb. And today proved it. He's playing in a test match in India. And he realised that Jimmy Anderson and Ben Stokes were bowling really, really well at him. It was a proper test of his technique. And he was just watchful and waited and waited. And he got out in the end to an absolutely... Brilliant bit of bowling from Ben Stokes, didn't he? The in-swing, he got done. Looking for that single to get to his 50. And it was a fantastic innings. And it set the tone for the rest of the Indian team to follow. And Pant came in because he'd probably tired out Jimmy Anderson and Ben Stokes, let's be honest. Yeah, you were actually thinking about that team. You'd have Roy Sharma and David Warner, wouldn't you, as your two openers in an all-format team? Yeah, absolutely. There you go. Unless it was in England, then you wouldn't have Warner in it. (laughs) Well, you might have done up until Broad finding him out yeah but Broad's playing in the opposition so he's not playing (laughs) when you're ready to pop the question the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring at BlueNile.com you can design a one of a kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online choose your diamond and setting when you find the one you'll get it delivered right to your door Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. If your passion for travel is on par with your passion for cricket, then I have some excellent news. The ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is being hosted in Barbados this June, which makes it the perfect destination for your summer holidays this year. 
To make the most of your trip, you can also experience eight matches from the series in Barbados, including England against Scotland and England against Australia. In under a month's time, you could be spending your days exploring the vibrant streets of Bridgetown, drinking rum in the sunshine and experiencing exotic Bayesian delicacies in the culinary capital of the Caribbean. There truly is something for everyone. There's no need to wait a second longer. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados. Truly the best place to be a cricket fan. Fair enough. Um, okay, let's turn our attention to other things. Um, a dressing room tonight, Gareth. It, it, it's a. It's going to be very low. I mean, when you get as close, you know, that really was a case of that old phrase, so near yet so far. Yeah, it will be tired. It will be a little bit low and, and maybe just thinking rude uh, opportunity missed, maybe. Um, but... I actually think we've seen a lot of character from this England team and there's still a lot of the same personnel kicking around who will sleep on it and come back and fight uh, tomorrow and, and, and put uh, good plans into place and execute. I, I suppose the, the one lesson you're going to try and learn is can you extend uh, the exceptional sort of two sessions into three tomorrow, uh, whether it be with ball or with bat? Can you know it's that one session, the 140 runs in the last session has, has really hurt England's day, and it was very for me. They've won the first two sessions. I know it doesn't show that in the full day, but it just shows you can't have a bad session of Test cricket, particularly in the subcontinent against a very good Indian team. You bats, you sorry, Mark. You talk about being low and everything that goes, but if how much, how many times can you go back to that well? How much resolve have you got? Because if we go back 24 hours. England were low last night and they managed to get themselves going. Fantastic performance up until tea. And it's can they go back to that well? And one other one other slight thing I don't and I hear it to, to sort of mag, to, to bring it up to magnify it, but that dressing room will be a little bit on eggshells as well about how to treat Don Bess. Because they'll be wanting to have as much empathy with them as possible. But Don Bess will be in such a position where you know, he feel as though he's let his team down. He'll feel, and this is natural feelings. And not, not having a go at, at, at Dom here, but this is what this is what comes inside. I've been in that situation where I've bowled, not bowled badly, but I've let my, I, I have there's things going on inside my head which shouldn't be, and I've affected the team in that that aspect. Um, and it, it will be just, that. Just will be explain that to us. Just take take us into that world. Well, there's a couple of times you know I've lost my run up the time bowling wide. Um, not being able to, to to sort of bowl outside off stump or the, the 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 captain being able to set the field, but he still has to go back to you. You still have to perform. He's playing Test match cricket. This is your job. You have to do, and it's a lonely place. You, you as much as you'd have like Andrew Flintoff come and putting his arm around you and saying, "Come on, Army, do it." Old Trafford was the prime example. I couldn't land the thing, and you have other people. You know, Michael Vaughan coming over, captain, just trying to sort of g you up. But you don't want it because I'm in my own head and, and I feel as though I've let the whole team down. I feel as though I'm putting for my country. I've let my country down. I don't want to let go of the ball. I, w I don't even want to be on the field from a, a mental point of view. But I've actually got to get myself in a position to go and have dinner tonight, to have a good night's sleep if I can without thinking about it too much. Because once the door locks, this is, this is my problem to get myself to ready for breakfast tomorrow morning, get myself to, to warm up, to potentially have to go doing it again in front of a whole big crowd. It's a lonely, lonely place. And as much as you can have all your teammates around you, 
it's you and it's inside. And how many times, Bats, you've talked about the bowling action today. You've talked about he's run up, he's letting go of the ball. It's got nothing to do with that. It's between the ears. And when you're by yourself, in your own headspace, that is the biggest problem you can possibly have. So I think that's where Dom Best has to overcome to get back into the, into this test match, or potentially get back into his international career. Well, uh, if this podcast does nothing else, it, it, it brilliantly explains an international sportsman's life and his insecurities. Steve, that was riveting. Goffey, you were well, fortunate gonna... in, in that you your mental attitude was was so ongoingly positive. But did you ever have moments when <laughs> absolutely you I, did? did you? I was going to say to him. Um, once it happened to me, um, quite clearly, where I just could not get any rhythm. I just couldn't get my length right. I couldn't get the line right. I was struggling with my run-up. I was slipping at the crease. My action was all over the shop. And it was a massive game. It was an absolutely huge game. It was a final, the ICC trophy at the Oval. It was slightly damp. Um, we had him in trouble. We had him a few wickets down. And I just could not get the ball. The ball in the same place, two balls in a row in a one-day game, and they're tailenders, didn't they? Uh, oh, smashed West it. Indies. Yeah. West I've, Indies. I've, yeah, I've, and I'll, left every time I've still seen that, still have sleepless nights I thinking do. how we didn't win that. Well, I still I, watch your highlights and think we're going to win this. Well, that's what I mean. Every time I've seen it, yeah, I'm working here on drive time a lot of the time, right? And the games, they go back and show all the old games, and the screens everywhere, and all I can see me is running in and bowling and getting slapped. Uh, because I couldn't get the ball in the right place. I was bowling with width. And your mind is just so scrambled. And you're thinking, what is going on? I've been such a good cricketer. And I know I can still bowl, but I just cannot get it right in this game. And it's so difficult to work out, especially when it's happening so fast. It's, it, it's, it's similar to the Ben Stokes situation. We talked about it many times, that, that final, when he's bowling to Brathwaite in the final. And he got get, get nicked for four sixes. I mean, how many times if he watches that back and thinks, why didn't I just ball wide of off stump and full? He kept bowling at the stumps and he kept hitting him straight over, over mid on cow corner. You can't, you just get trapped in your mind and you can't stop it. You cannot, so no matter what anybody tells you, you cannot stop it. It just, dum, dum, dum. everything goes so and yet quick. He, and yet I reckon that he would have learnt so much from how to handle his mind under pressure from that experience, so much so that he was able to guide England to a level score in a World Cup final and then on to actually just sneak home and win it as well. Because the best uh, always find a way in yes, the end. Yes, they do. And yeah. Ben Stokes did, is did one you, of the best. So let's just continue on this theme. Did, did you then struggle that night and the next day to, to, to get over I this? Or you were quick, do you? Still, wow, absolutely. Still to this day, recently, every time I watch that and I think, I'm one of the reasons we didn't win that game. And I won so many games for England, but it's that one that sticks in there because it was a final... And we were in a, a, a mega final. When we talk about England getting to one-day finals, that team got to one. And we didn't get the best of the conditions. It was skiddy. It was hard to hold the ball. It was wet. But I just could not ball two balls in the same place. And that, that is just not like me. Was, especially one-day cricket, I always was felt in control. But that game, oh, mate, I, I couldn't put two balls in the same place. And the thing from Dom's point of view here is what doesn't help him, and we can go back and we can, we've can we we've talked about the selection issues, but that selection hasn't helped him either because it, not having that extra bowler has magnified a, a little bit of, of what's happened for Dom's, uh, Dom, their Dom best today. And that there again will put even more mental pressure on him because he'll feel even worse 
for for not performing and and it is it's such a dark place it is it's such a dark and and lonely place when you're out there but then when you come off it's a whole lot worse because then you have to go when you're out in the middle you you can go away to find like third man you can you can breathe a little bit but then when you go and sit in a dressing room with your whole teammates around you you're forever in a feeling and it's not happening by the way this doesn't happen but psychologically to the person, I'm taking my boots off and I'm thinking everybody's looking at me. I'm getting changed. I'm thinking everybody's looking at me. And I'm thinking everybody's looking at me in a negative way because I haven't performed and I haven't let it, I've let the team down. You have a bad day and bowl badly, that's fine. But there is, this, this is not like that. This is, this is other, other issues of coming to the game. It's like Manners was talking about having the yips and things like that. And I think subconsciously you always feel as though insecure somebody this, they're looking at me they're talking about me they're in the corner talking about me Jeet and Patel's on TV now I know for a fact Jeet and Patel's going to be talking to TalkSport talking to the world and telling and they're getting questions of Mark, Mark Nicholas about Dom Bess and this is going through his mind and it's going through his mind at 1,000 1 million mile an hour and that does, that's what the international game brings it's not as simple as just go out and bowl there's these things uh, happening as well can I alright let, let, let's just it's riveting this. Let, let's just just slightly changed tack. Had Don Best, because you could argue in a way he's been hung out to dry, hasn't he, in the last month? Yes. Had Don Best not been chosen for this match, if England had made the decision that Root was the better off-spinner right now, they wanted two off-spinners, they'd read the pitch well and they'd have a third seamer in there, uh, would England have been criticised for leaving Best out of the team? Yes. They would, wouldn't they? But England have chucked him under the bus. They've gone for the easier option in my eyes by saying, we know this lad probably isn't quite right, but we're going to get nailed if we don't pick our out-and-out spinner. So we're going to go with that, and we're going to say, he's a professional sportsman, he's a professional cricketer for England, and and go for it. And that happens a lot. He won't be the first, he's not the first, sorry, and he won't be the last. And and I think that is magnifying the things that Stephen and Goffey have touched on there. And the biggest thing that seems to always con- come back with, with these sort of conversations is the control that you don't have in so many aspects of normal uh, functioning parts of your body plus life that you just completely lose that element of control. And that's why it's such a dark place, as Steve says, because <laughs> it's just you and you're kind of like, wow. Normally, there are so many other people who can help you out in life, particularly a team sport. But in this instance, no chance. It's... You're on your own sort of scenario. And then when you come back the next day, it's even harder because you thought about the night before, you think how it's finished that night and then you have to start again the next day. And the pressure you'll be feeling if he starts tomorrow, well, he he won't, will he? If he opens the ball in tomorrow, the pressure you'll be feeling immediately at the start of the day would be, it's, it's an horrible feeling. And I think we've kind of just about summed that up. So you've hit the nail on the head, Mark. It isn't just today. This happened probably two or three weeks ago, and it's been yeah. building up and building up and building. That's why it's as, as well, that's bad as potential we think that's it is. To be fair, Don Best was chucked under the bus the minute the whole hullabaloo was Mo and Ali. The minute that asked Mo and Ali to steer was yeah. when Don Best was going under that bus. Yeah. And that, for me, was a downward spiral from a, for a young kid who has played very few test matches, who has been out there... He's averaged feel, 22, by the yeah. way, with a ball. Is, is, is that big games for him? 17 wickets. 17 wickets in three sitting, games, 22. He's sat and, watched for the last, sat and watched for the last two or three weeks. All he can think about is about Mo and Ali staying. 
everybody's wanting Moen Ali to stay and then they're talking about me shouldn't have played and the pitch and everything like that and that's culminating to a day's cricket that we've getting today I feel so sorry for the kid I really do I really do I have so much sympathy for with him because I've been in that place I know where he's at and it is not a very nice place but the good and the great bounce back and he'll come back and I really do hope he does okay guys I have to tell you that um you know the people out there will have been fascinated by that 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 is as good an insight to professional sport and um the problems that can can hammer people through insecurity and uncertainty um well done that was really fascinating um i don't think there's anything more for us to say other than to reiterate the situation in the game um india who were 24 for one this morning progressed to 294 for seven, but at one stage were 146 for six, and it did look as if Inde, in England's outstanding bowling and fielding um, performance might even give them a first innings lead. Well, Rishabh Pant, with one of the best hundreds that you'll ever see, in harness with Washington Sundar, who's also uh, past 50, played really, really well. They put on 114 together, and that has uh, probably taken their game away from England. I mean, you never quite know with cricket. The fact is, they lead by 89 and still have three first innings wickets in hand. If you lead by more than 100 uh, in India on first innings, well, you're in an incredibly strong position in the match. So, uh, a fascinating fascinating day for so many different reasons this great game of ours continues to throw them up and and uh, absorb us and indeed ask us many challenging questions uh, not just to each other but uh, to ourselves so thank you very much for listening uh, a top class day of test match cricket one in the end that went the way of india we'll look back at it Here is uh, Jack Leach once again. Another appeal. Carbon copy and up goes the finger this time. Pajara has immediately reviewed it. I tell you what, it's hitting halfway up, just over halfway up, middle and off. So there's two titans of the modern era head to head here. Oh yes, beauty from Stokes. He's done it. And Coley playing at it has nicked it through to Ben Folks. That's fabulous fast bowling. Terrific wicket, huge wicket for England. Leach is in and oh, Rohit, Rohit Sharma. Holy went without. Scoring edge and is taken by Ben Stokes at second slip and Jimmy Anderson has the third wicket of the session, the fourth of the innings and India are 80 for four. Anderson, and that's a little wider and it's a one-handed drive by Richard Punt and it'll go for four. Rohit Sharma peels off. An imperious uh, drive, just wide of uh, mid-off. Down he comes now, and he hits it high and long and for six. He waits for Stokes. Oh, he's done it with a beautiful in-swinger. He's LBW. That is some delivery. If Waka Yunis at his best had bowled that ball, he'd have been proud of it. Jack Leach is going to bowl. I think that's a good decision. He lobs one up, and that's out. Caught at mid-wicket. Is there a crowd in there, Mark? Because I can't hear a pin drop. A huge dismissal, that, for Jack Leach in England. Slightly opened his stance to face Leach from around the wicket so he can get to the ball, and then he skips down the pitch to knock it down the ground for a single that takes him to his 50. A huge smile on his face. An excellent, classy innings from uh, Rishabh Pant. Short from Stokes, pulled away by Rishabh Pant through mid-wicket, and he's absolutely crunched that. No, he's a crackerjack, this fella. Here is uh, Joe Root and uh, slog sweep, and he has, he's picking up the tempo now, is Rishabh Pant, that's four more. Now a nice little punch down the ground, very good stroke, wow. 
Washington Sundar with a dead straight back. It's a dead straight four. Anderson the Panda comes down the pitch, slaps him back over his head. Wow, the arrogance of youth. Anderson. Oh no, no. Rishabh Pant has just reverse paddled him. Incredible shot. That is a beauty. What a shot this is. Joe Root is in and uh, Pant with a slog sweep has hit it all the way for six. What a way to bring up a third Test Match 100. Anderson is in to Pant and he's gone. Anderson has his wicket. A little bit of revenge for uh, England's highest wicket taker. But the stage belongs to Rishabh Pant. Short from Root and punished. And that's four more. India, well, it's, it's as what Gareth Baddy would say, tax-free batting now. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. And this is your gentle reminder that Barbados is the best place to be a cricket fan. With eight matches from the ICC Men's T20 Cricket World Cup Series taking place in Barbados this summer, including the final, you can experience the summer of a lifetime by booking today. Aside from immersing in world-class cricket in the sunshine, Barbados is the dream destination for all travel enthusiasts. It is where adventure meets paradise, the culinary capital of the Caribbean, and better still, the birthplace of rum. If you're keen to unite with cricket fans across the globe for what is set to be an unforgettable summer, then head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 